Explore the heart and soul of Outback Australia with Vision Tours. Travel to fantastic destinations like Broken Hill, Coobapedi, Uluru and Alice Springs. Visiting local churches and meeting people spreading God's word in remote communities. The Salt and Light Tour, in conjunction with Bush Church Aid, is a holiday that celebrates our faith. Join like-minded people from July 28 with Vision Tours. See full details at vision.org.au slash tours. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. You know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. And it may be in some cases that we've not seen that miracle. We've not seen that divine intervention because we've simply failed to ask the Lord. Today, Pastor Greg Laurie speaks with best-selling author Lee Strobel about miracles. They're happening whether we see them or not. We don't really expect God to yes. surprise us with the miraculous. Well, if you don't expect to be surprised, if you're not open to it, if your eyes aren't looking for it, you're probably not going to see it. This is the day when the lost are we're trained to doubt what we see and hear around us. We're on guard for the deal that seems too good to be true. Or when we pick up the phone, we might be wary that it's a telemarketer. Spam email? Well, enough said. Author Lee Strobel had that same skepticism about miracles and he decided to investigate. On A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie discusses with Lee what he found. And at the end of the program, you'll hear something you might never have heard in your life before. Stay with us. Lee, how would you define a miracle? What is a miracle? Well, you know, there's a lot of definitions, and people throw around that term. You know, they'll say, oh, a miracle, I got a parking place, you know, someplace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, uh, I think the best definition comes from uh, Richard Pertill. He was a, a philosopher, and he defined it this way. He said, a miracle is an event brought about by the power of God that is a temporary exception to the ordinary course of nature for the purpose of showing that God is active in history. You know, Lee, you've mentioned that uh, when it came to miracles, you were a bit of a skeptic as you approached this subject. But you report so many stories, documented stories, of full-on miracles in your book. So how skeptical are you now? (laughs) I, you know, it has really transformed my personal faith in many ways. Um, You know, I I believed I had a strong faith um, ever since I spent two years investigating the miracles of creation and the miracle of the resurrection, both of which are what helped bring me to faith in Christ. Um, but the fact that um, we live in a world where God is still active, where he's still doing amazing things, has really caused me to step back in even more wonder at the power and the presence and the glory of God. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what miracles do. They point us toward God. They point us toward his love. They point us toward his power. Uh, even 
skeptical people who say, oh, yeah, but what if there's another explanation? You know, there have been some recent scientific studies that have uh, pointed toward the reality of miracles. You know, we, we have examples, for instance, of a lot of miracles that take place in third world countries where the gospel is just beginning to break in. And God often uses miracles in those settings to um, point people toward him. Um, mm-hmm. And so there was a outbreak of the miraculous in Mozambique. And there's a woman with a Ph.D. from Harvard, she's a scientist and a, and a, and a theologian uh, by the name of uh, Dr. Candy Gunther Brown. She's a professor at a major secular university. She wanted to test this. Is something really going on? Can we find out scientifically? So she sent a team of researchers to Mozambique. They went in the remote areas and villages in Mozambique, and they said, bring us all your deaf and blind and people with Mm -hmm. profound hearing and vision loss. They brought these people forth. Um, So this team of researchers tested them scientifically. What is their level of hearing? What is their level of vision? They got all that established scientifically. Then they were immediately prayed for by Christians who kind of have a track record of God using them uh, in this way, and they laid hands on them and prayed for their healing in the name of Jesus Christ. And then, immediately after that, the scientists measured them again. They tested them again, and guess what they found? Virtually everyone who was prayed for had an improvement in their health situation, some Hmm. so dramatically, like, for instance, a woman named Martine, when they encountered her, she could not hear the equivalent of a jackhammer next to her. And yet, after prayer in the name of Jesus Christ and hands being laid on her and being anointed in oil, she could hear a normal conversation. Now, they were so astounded by this, they went to see if they could replicate this to Brazil. They went to Brazil, and they did it again, and they got the same results. Mm. Now, here's the important thing. This study has been published in a scientific, peer-reviewed, secular medical journal. This is a valid scientific study. And um, what does it tell us? It tells us something is going on. I, I interviewed wow. Dr. Brown. I said, what does this tell you? And she said... It tells you something is going on. She said, this isn't fraud. This isn't trickery. This isn't an illusion. She said, something is going on. Well, that's her reserved nature as a PhD. Um, (laughs) The truth is, what is going on? God is showing up and doing something remarkable. Mm. You know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. And it may be in some cases that we've not seen that miracle. We've not seen that divine intervention because we've simply failed to ask the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, we read in Scripture that Jesus did no miracles in his hometown because of unbelief. I'm not saying that all miracles are happening as a result of our direct faith because our faith is weak at times and not as strong as it ought to be. But there is a place for our faith. And, you know, I wonder sometimes in some of these third world countries— Lee, if these folks just have a simple childlike faith where they're asking the Lord, believing that God can do it. I think there's something to that. And and I think if we open our eyes to what uh, God is doing around us, we begin to see things and evidence of his activity that yeah. maybe we've been uh, oblivious to in the past. Maybe we've been too um, safe in our faith. Maybe we, we go to church and we pray and so forth, but we don't really expect God to yes. surprise us with the miraculous. Mm. Well, mm. if you don't expect to be surprised, if you're not open to it, if your eyes aren't looking for it, you're probably not going to see it. No. Uh, Pastor Greg, I remember hearing the story from you of you praying with your dad, Oscar Laurie, to accept Christ. 
And then a miracle happened shortly thereafter. Tell us that story. Yes. Well, uh, Dave and Lee Strobel, who's with us in studio right now, um, my mom was married and divorced seven times. And one of the guys she married was named Oscar Laurie. He was an attorney that lived on the East Coast. He was different than most of the guys my mom married. She seemed to be attracted to sort of a guy who would hang out in a bar and have too few many buttons undone in his shirt and (laughs) hard drinker, smoker. And Oscar Laurie didn't drink. He didn't smoke. He he was a moral man, an upright man. I don't know what my mom saw in him, frankly. Kind of joking there. (laughs) But anyway, so, I, you know, he adopted me, and I loved him as a father. And then my mom left him, and I didn't see him for the rest of my childhood. Well, when I was in my early 20s, I was a Christian at this point. I was pastoring the church. I was speaking on the East Coast, and I wondered, is my father still alive? And maybe I could contact him. Now, this is the days before the Internet, so I couldn't just Google his name. So I had a young lady in our church that worked for the Bar Association, and she found him quickly, and I made contact with him. And and I went to see him after I spoke, and as it turns out, my father— was in his 70s, he had had a heart attack and it blacked out behind the steering wheel and almost died. And so he was taking medication and so forth. And so I spent the weekend with him and I shared the gospel with him. He's uh, a bit like you were, Lee, very mm. intelligent, very well read, uh, very skeptical. And, and as I shared my story and told him the gospel story, he listened, but but he didn't really react. And the next morning, we were out walking because he had to walk to get exercise for his heart. He said, Greg, I listened to what you said uh, last night. And I said, right. And he said, I want to become a Christian. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I said, what? He said, I want to accept Jesus Christ into my life. And so I went over it again, thinking maybe he didn't really understand what I said. He (laughs) says, yes, I want to do that right now. I said, well, we need to pray then. And he drops to his knees. We're like on a walk in New Jersey. And he's on his knees. So I got my knees and we prayed. And then after we prayed for him to ask Jesus into his heart, he says to me, pray for my heart. I believe God wants to heal my heart. I'm thinking, what, this guy's like two minutes old <laughs> in his faith and he wants to be healed now? So I prayed for his heart. And as we're done praying, he says, my doctor's office is right over here. Let's go meet him. I want to tell him Jesus has healed me. I said, now, Dad, we don't know that Jesus has healed you. He says, no, let's go see him. So we go over to his doctor's office, and his doctor's a nice Jewish gentleman. My dad walks in and says, Doc, this is my son, Greg, from California. He's a preacher. I just asked Jesus into my heart, and he healed me as well. I'm thinking, oy vey, I don't know <laughs> if, what this guy's going to think. And so the doctor said, no, Oscar, we need to run some tests on you. And and look into this. We don't know that you're healed. Well, as it turns out, they ran the test, and he was healed. Awesome. And, awesome. And that is like the faith of a brand-new believer. Oh, that is but great. He, it's an amazing thing, and he lived another um, 15 years and served the Lord. He's in heaven now. Oh, that but, is uh, such a great story. That just warms yeah. my heart. Well, Lee, you mentioned in your book, you quote a statistic. In fact, you quote a number of statistics from a survey that you commissioned with Barna Research. One of the statistics was that 38% of those in the United States have had some kind of miraculous experience. You say that's something on the order of 94 million Americans are convinced that God has performed at least one miracle for them personally. That's right. Well, that leaves three out of five adults that haven't had such an experience. Yeah. And among those, maybe they've never even seen that kind of an experience. Yeah. Uh, what can they learn 
from your new book, The Case for Miracles? Well, I think when we see a couple of things, when we see, number one, solid scientific documentation that Romans 1-1 is true, that the evidence of modern cosmology and physics establishes that G- that, that um, there is a supernatural creator behind our universe who matches the description of the God of the Bible. And, as the book also establishes, uh, God did the miracle of raising Jesus from the dead and thus proving that he is indeed the one and only Son of God. Um, and, and so uh, those are miracles from history, uh, things that have happened in the past that we have good, solid evidence for and we can believe are true. And because of those miracles, we can put our trust in Jesus Christ as our forgiver and as our leader. And then as we follow him and as we ask him uh, to lead our ways, to guide us, to uh, show us what he wants us to do with our lives and so I'm betting that if you are faithful to God uh, and, and you are um, um, seeking his wisdom and guidance in your life, he's going to show it in one way or the other. And um, I, that's why when you ask a Christian audience um, how many of you have had a, an mm-hmm. experience in your life that you would say is a miracle, almost every hand goes up. And why, well, that's because that's why they're Christians, probably because they've seen the work of God in their lives, yeah. and uh, and they're looking for it and they're relying on Him. Um, so, what I try to do in this book is to uh, document miracles uh, to show that um, we have scientific evidence for them, we have documentation, eyewitnesses, we have uh, X-rays, we have medical reports, and so forth. Many, 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 many cases. Mm that are, I think, any reasonable person uh, will say must have been a miracle of God. You know, when you study law, one of the things you learn about is what's called the reasonable man. And what that means is when evidence is presented, the reasonable man will reach a conclusion, a certain conclusion. And I think reading this book, a reasonable person is going to say, number one, God does exist. He did create the world. He did demonstrate through the resurrection that Jesus is his son. Um, and he is still active. He is still doing divine interventions into people's lives today. So I can trust him. I can put my trust and my faith in him. And uh, I hope it encourages people to take that step of faith, to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, to be in a relationship with God, and to know that someday, you know, this God who did something so remarkable by creating the entire universe. You know, we see the Hubble space photos and we see this incredible universe that he's created. We can trust that this God in the next world is going to provide for us as his followers in ways that are just going to blow our minds. You're listening to A New Beginning, and today author Lee Strobel and Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in California are talking about miracles. And stay with us because the most remarkable part of today's program is just ahead. Well, uh, there is a preacher, a Baptist preacher by the name of uh, Dwayne Miller. Uh, Dwayne was pastor of um, the First Baptist Church in Brenham, Texas. And he loved to preach the Word of God. He loved to worship God. He had a beautiful singing voice. He wakes up one day, his voice is gone. Hmm. Just gone. Um, he goes to the doctor. Uh, they say, your uh, voice has been, your vocal cords have been paralyzed by a virus. And there is no hope of ever 
returning to a normal voice. His voice was like this. He, it, it was, he said it was like I had a hand on my throat. Uh, it was clinching my throat. And he went to 63 doctors over three years, including 63. a Swiss, yeah, a Swiss symposium of voice experts who examined him. And the prognosis was, it's never going to come back. I'm sorry. Hmm. So he, he lost his position at the church because he couldn't preach. He, he was, um, destitute financially, uh, going through a, just a terrible time. Well, he one day gets a phone call from First Baptist Church of Houston, his former Sunday school class where he used to preach years earlier. And they said, would you come and just preach for us? And he said, well, you know, it's really annoying to listen to me. And they said, well, yeah, we know it's hard to hear you, but uh, we love you and just do it once for us. And so he goes to the Sunday school class and Dwayne gets up and he begins to preach. Uh, and he's preaching from Psalm 103, which talks about God healing our diseases. And so Dwayne, as he's preaching, and his voice is like this, and, 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 and in the, the verse, it talks about um, God healing our diseases. And he said, I, I'm preaching it, but I'm thinking in my mind, well, why not me, Lord? Why have you not healed me? And then he gets to the, the verse that talks about uh, the Lord redeems your life from the pit. And he said, you know, all of us have had, you know, at one time or another, a pit experience. And when he said the word pit, he said it was like the, the hand came off his throat. Mm-hmm. And, and his voice began to return. And people are stunned. They're shocked. They can't believe this because they know him. And, and they've known all that he's gone through. And, and, and as he continues to talk, you hear his voice come back. Now, here's the thing. This was tape recorded. So we mm-hmm. have the actual tape of him at that moment when God healed his voice. So if you'd like, I, I can play it for you uh, because I really think it'd be an encouragement to people. Oh, outstanding. So when the psalmist writes, and he heals all of my diseases, let me say to you that I believe God still heals. That hasn't ended. That is not over. So the psalmist says, I'm excited. Bless the Lord, O my soul. One of his benefits is he heals all of my diseases. And in verse 4 he says, and he redeems my life from the pit. Now, I like that verse just a whole lot. I have had, and you have had in times past, pit experiences. We've both had, we've all had times when our life seemed to be in a pit, in a grave. And we didn't have an answer for the pit we find ourselves in. And I don't understand this right now. I'm been overwhelmed at the moment I'm not quite sure what to say or do (laughs) 
Hey, Mom. <laughs> Sounds funny to say at a loss for words. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. That's author Lee Strobel sharing with Pastor Greg Laurie about miracles and wrapping up our top 10 messages of the past year. That one was number one, the most requested, and I can see why. Well, on Monday, Pastor Greg brings some encouragement for those who need it most. He presents a message called Hope for Hurting Hearts. Join us same time on Monday for a new beginning. Now, for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called Lee Strobel Investigates Miracles. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-50-11. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.